Alright. Um, so welcome guys to the first episode of our brand new podcast, Unserious Candidates. Um, just basically a podcast um, hosted by a bunch of young African Caribbean descended men um, talking about our journey to success and um, us being young. Um, we're still baby boys, but we're also serious candidates, hence the name. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm Kojo. Franklin. I'm Baker. I'm Cheryl. Yeah, and today's episode, we're just basically going to be talking about our first year experience. Just a nice topic to ease you guys into this podcast. <laughs> so how was everyone's first year experience? As a whole. Interesting. Me, as a whole, like, what, like three words to just sum it yeah, up. Yeah, say three words. Before we get into specifics. Um, <laughs> I'd say enlightening, as in Ooh. I just, you know, I saw a lot of things that I wasn't exposed to before. Wow. Um, what's so another we'll word? Growth. Growth, yeah. Growth, yeah. Growth. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and also challenging in a lot of different ways. Mm. Challenging. All right, cool. Um, Franklin? Yeah, I'd say revealing. So there's a lot of things I learned about myself, a lot of things I learned about the way I study and the way I work and the way people interact, Mm. definitely. I would also follow up by saying, I'll say probably interesting, 100% interesting in terms of I I met a lot of new people that I never would have met if not, if I wasn't in the the university vicinity. Um, And i say lastly, most probably... I don't know, you have to come back to me on the last one. It's mm-hmm. actually quite tricky. University is a very is a very sticky subject. Yeah, trust me. I'll go next. Um, <laughs> I'd say first one was stress. Stress. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's my third one. <laughs> my gosh. Um, yeah. Um, it was hard work as well. But it was also like... I don't know. I guess the best way to describe it is um, like rewarding. Mm-hmm. Because... It's like you've put yourself in a situation <clears throat> that you haven't really been in before ever. You've got <clears throat> bare, bare free time and you have to figure out how to actually pattern your free time to mm. do what you want to do but at the same time pattern your degree. And like, it's rewarding figuring out how to actually do that, you know? Yeah. I don't know, I can't, can I even say, I'm still in first year and it cuts out the bag. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, like, I've only been in one term. So, I mean, what I would say is like, it was interesting, definitely because it's, it's a new experience for everyone that's at uni. Um, mm, I haven't been challenged too tough. I'm still waiting for that. I mean, it gets yeah, harder. It? It, it gets harder. <laughs> um, yeah, there's been times where it's been stressful, but I haven't died yet, so we thank God. Mm. But yeah, it's been, it's been calm. Like, I don't know. Like, how, was, how was your first week experience? How was that one? Freshers, freshers, man. Freshers, honestly, honestly. <laughs> the amount of alcohol I consumed. Is, oh, wow, it was, wow. It, was, it was unprecedented. Unprecedented. <laughs> that's crazy. Was it? Was it all? You lived? It, did it live up to your expectations? Yeah, definitely. Because with me personally, I think it can. I can relate with a lot of people out there. Like clubbing at university was my first time actually oh. going out. Mm. So yeah. I didn't know what to do. Like my parents and my and my siblings, they did the best to sort of you know to make sure I wasn't too much exposed to it. Mm. Uh, but you know when I went to uni. Like the, the people I was around and sort of the culture that was there from the second years and from the people who just wanted to go, and go crazy. You know, I, I then sort of, I guess I sort of led into that, that sort of atmosphere and then I, you know, I, just, I did my thing, honestly. But, but no, the thing is, no, it was, it was good though. It was what good is, I had the experience. What does doing your thing mean? Yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, honestly, it's just a just thing where like, you know, now being exposed to alcohol and being, like, being exposed to parties and clubs mm. and, and that sort of event and I have to dress up and, and pre-drinks, you know, that, mm. that, was a whole, that was a new world to me. Yeah. So yeah. it was definitely, I'm very happy I sort of learned that now. I, I learned that at that time so that, you know, it's, it's sort of a thing where I had all that fun there and I, I, I used up all the energy there so mm. that during the year I wasn't distracted, you know, mm. during the year when my friends were like, oh, let's go to this moment, let's go to this moment. you know, bro, I'd done that yeah, first yeah. year. <laughs> Every day I was out, you know, I'm tired, bro. You know, and it's on to the next one. You know, Every did, day. Did more creative I think, things. I only went out, like four times we had an actual week and after that week it was like all right face your books now nah. so i think i only went like four week four times that week and it was like even some of them were back to back and it was a bit mad because like, you're getting yeah. home at five yeah. <laughs> you're sleeping you're waking up and you're getting ready for the next move honestly but i was like different from you i wasn't that wasn't my first clubbing experience because i've been clubbing in london so it was, it was different though because Man's an XOI. <laughs> oh, <laughs> are we shouting <laughs> obviously if you know you know you love a bit of shortage you know? yeah, but um yeah like it was just different because everyone's a student and it's not just you're not just 
hanging out with random people. Like, you know these people. Mm. It's about the whole experience about getting ready. You're getting the same public trans... It's not even TFL. I got yeah. stagecoach oh, right wow. in Miami, so... I just walked. Yikes. You walk. 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 You 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 at times I'd see a madness when I'm fully conscious and I'm like oh, thinking, what the, oh, what's yeah. going on here? Oh. Would you, would you but like more it? time is just like, you know, dancing, kind of enjoy yourself and yeah. like, just immerse yourself, enjoy the experience, yeah. Mm. Sorry bro, Baker, I was just gonna ask like, because you're fully conscious and fully sober and you're seeing all this madness going out, did it not freak you out? Did it not bug out like, whoa, these people, what are they doing? Like, if they, re- if they could see themselves now, yeah. like, th- did you ever freak out when you, while you were sober? I don't know, because you kind of hear things, you hear like, oh, madness goes on at uni, so like, you know what to expect mentally, so like nothing's too like out the, you know, you know out of the ordinary. But mm. I think even in ends like I did go house parties and stuff. So mm. like I'd seen that kind of thing. I'd never really been clubbing like that. So that aspect was different. But like I said, because they weren't too far, because um, Cambridge is a small city, it was, mm. it was more of a thing of like, yeah, like I know what I should be seeing and like I know what everyone's on. So you mm, kind of yeah. keep your distance or. No, choose what you want to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. honestly, I, I wish I could walk to motives because that would save me money, but <laughs> trust me. Imagine. Was, anyway. My experience was like completely different. So I go to uni in Norwich and Norwich is... Um, <laughs> <laughs> just, it's a very Caucasian city, um, to put it mm. politely. And there just, there wasn't much representation for black and minority ethnic people up there. So mm. like, I stayed in Norwich for freshers. I wish, I wish, I wish... I took the time while uni hadn't even properly started yet to go and do up uni tours. Like, oh. I, yeah, I actually wish I could have gone to like different unis and chilled with whatever boys I had there and mm. took part in their freshman motives because some of the motives were actually decent. Some of them were, they just weren't worth the peas. I'm not going to lie to you. Yes. They were not worth the peas. Wow. Um, so, yeah, like I just wish I, I took the time to do uni tours because when uni actually starts and then you have shit to do on your weekends, it's like you want to go and visit your boys and see what they're doing, but you actually just don't have the time anymore. Mm. Yeah, like just touching on, on what you said about representation, like how was, who were you going to these motors with? Did you have friends that you come to uni with or did you make friends there? Like, um, So me, I had like, there was the ACS group chat, which was like popping off during the summer holiday. Mm-hmm. So through there I like messaged a couple of people and like the first day I touched down obviously I was messaging people like oh yeah where you at let's link up so we linked up first day chilled together I did all that sort of stuff and then we went to motives just like as a group and then we saw other people mm. in the motives and then we were just like oh black people and we gravitated towards <laughs> each other really and truly that's yeah. really good like, for me like the the group chat, I, was, I feel like everyone had a group chat that was made in summer or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. I, was, I wasn't really talking in the group chat. I was just, it was muted. And mm. like, I'll come mm. back and there's like, well, found a thousand messages and I'm just like, oh God, I'm not really reading through Do this. Do you know what's going on? Yeah. yeah like, and it's always the same people, like the same names that you're seeing, like they're just talking bare. But then like when I got, when I got to um, uni, like it wasn't really difficult to make friends because I knew people that were going there. Then yeah. I feel like that's sometimes a bad thing because you end up sticking with people that you know already instead of branching out. Mm. Did you find that in your cases? Not too much because there are people from my sixth form that end up at the same uni as me, but they weren't necessarily the same people from my friendship group. Mm. Um, so I was like, I knew I had people I could like call her and be like, oh, what are you up to if I was really stuck for like what I wanted to do? But at the same time, I had enough kind of incentive to make new friends. Um so yeah, I just ended up mainly like hanging on what the ACS group chat was doing in terms of like, this motive is good. So like, you should be here at this time. And to be fair, it was enjoyable. Like mm-hmm. I didn't go to too many things. I was like, oh, I shouldn't have came out. It was like one or two things, but mm-hmm. unless she left in like 15 minutes, I was Seriously? like, no, well, yeah, this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> After 15 minutes, yeah, then we yeah. back <laughs> there, was, there was good yeah. and it was just terrible. Yeah. Like, there was really no in between. Yeah. So you knew when you knew. Now with me, I'd say I heavily relied on the ACS um, mm. to find my initial, my sort of initial click, my tight circle. Um, and like, like you said, um, literally 
it was in summer where there was the group chat that was going on and there's like a million mm. messages flying through and like like yeah, I was just, just muted and like, I changed my, <laughs> my DP, like my DP yeah, was, yeah. was completely did blank. You, did you guys like, you know, everyone was dropping their pictures in the group chat. And then, no, 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 no. You, I, no, no, no. Oh, I, I was ghosted. Cool, I was ghosted. Like, no, well, people were dropping like, like their pictures and then their social media. And obviously, if you got a couple ads, then you knew that you were kind of like trust me, being trust felt me. in the group chat, yeah. innit? <laughs> trust you. No, no, no. Literally, yeah. we were dropping their links to their Twitter and Instagram. There was no way. For some reason, I just want to group Hmm? It's like a WhatsApp group chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the yeah. ACS WhatsApp, it would be an ACF first year WhatsApp yeah. group chat. Oh, okay. And then people would be like, oh, yeah, introduce yourself, where you're going to study. There was no way. Like, I was, I was, no to, way. I was, I was ghosted. I wanted to ghost. Wow. <laughs> but then when when it did come to like, all right, cool, let's have a meet and greet and this sort of stuff, I was there. Mm. Um, I really enjoyed myself. And obviously there, I met my friends. Um, But I do agree with what you said, like where, because I was only exposed to ACS and I wasn't really exposed to, I guess, um, a better representation of the whole university as a whole. Yeah. I really did stick with those friends. I relied yeah. on them to go everywhere, you know, even for Chicken, even if you're going to shops, like, let's go with these guys. So, you know, I didn't really want to interact <laughs> with anyone else. It was crazy. Yeah, on that note of like ACS, because it, it feels like the general consensus through ACS group chats, we kind of knew how to move in the first mm, week or so. Mm, like, mm. Uh, how did ACS, like, what kind of role did it play as a, you know, safe space, you know? Transitioning into university, like, was it everything you wanted it to be? Mm. Now, for me, like, yeah. Without ACS, I don't know. I don't want to give them too much props, but they did well. Like, without <laughs> ACS, like, yeah. my my introduction to first year would have been so much different because, like, mm. they were putting a lot, a lot of events, like, not just like um, motives or like or raves and stuff like that. They were putting on events to help you meet other people, like games nights, um, meet and greets with the older cohorts and stuff like that. So it was a good way to meet other people from your similar background. Um, and I feel like had I just been thrown into uni without knowing anyone and like being forced to make friends on my own, it would have been much more difficult. So although yeah. you can argue that it kind of encourages you to stay in your bubble, but I feel like you have to be comfortable in your bubble before you start to branch out, if that makes yeah. sense. Mm. So yeah, like they did really well um, for me anyway. I agree. I agree. Um, for me as well, like being in Norwich where, it, trust me, there's not many black people at all. Like being part of the ACS and like going to the events and seeing my sort of people in a place where I didn't expect to see my sort of people. Mm. It was like comforting, essentially. Like it helped me to settle down a lot more inside the uni. Mm. And then from there, be able to branch out and do all of the things that I did and that I needed to do to like cement my place inside the uni, essentially. Mm. So ACS was really helpful. Are you awesome? Talk about your, what are you doing in ACS as well? Um, yeah, so like, ACS helped me so much that I'm now on the committee as well for second wow. year. Wow, man. wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm the sports rep for the ACS committee. Okay. And, and also, like, what are you? Captain? Sorry? Yes, sir. Uh, yes, I mean, sir. I don't mean to brag, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, so, um, like, I'm captain of the basketball team cool. for UEA as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, yeah, in terms of ACS anyway, ACS really helped me in terms of, like, just feeling settled. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. I could now go to the events, say hi to the people that I'd met before, um, say hi to the new people as well, and just like meet loads of people. And then I just felt like it made such an impact on me that I wanted to have a sort of similar impact to the first years coming in this year, for example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I rate that still. Yeah, literally, that's that's part of the reasons why I applied to be a freshers rep for mm-hmm. um, my ACS as well. I'm my I'm work ACS. Um, and literally, I just that's the reason because I want I had such a good experience. I wanted the, the next year's cohort to have like an even better experience than I had. So yeah. I feel like, yeah. Oh, did you did you get the role? Oh, I did. Oh, really? oh, 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 I did. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I was gonna say just to add, obviously, I'm. ACS, uh, I'm part of the ACS community in Manchester wow. as well. So, wow. yeah. oh, okay. Oh my God. Just, uh, just so you guys don't forget about me. Uh, no, I'm the careers officer there. Um, I guess my sort of motive for and my sort of my intentions when going and applying for the role was just to sort of continue the circle of, of support that mm. I received from the from when I was in first year from the careers officer that, at that point. You know, they were so active and they were so good at putting in links and putting in the, the right directions you, that you should be going in and things you should be re- in, really interested in and perhaps, you know, investigate a bit more. Um, when you have free time and you know because I found that so useful I thought you know you know with the position I have and the network I have I can take that to another level um so that was all my motive behind that and mm-hmm. I feel like definitely the person who's going to sort of um supersede me or sort of take over from my my reins um I think you know they would have they would have that sort of value instilled in them as well so you know I think it's just a great way for the ACS to sort of continue and sort of like trying to what's the word, build, build each other up mm-hmm. and I, I'm really supportive behind that so yeah I really I can't back it here because I'm, <laughs> I'm not on my ACS committee. But you know, 
the people on the committee are doing bits and yeah. I, I, I didn't have a vision when, you know, the elections were coming. So I thought, let me not force myself to kind mm. of be in that space at this point in time. But, you know, if you, I'm what, there for four more years. So. Four, <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Yeah. But if you um, were to apply for a position, which, which role would you go for? Ooh, see, I think it would either be access officer because um, I feel like in terms of getting into people, getting people into uni, like getting people into medicine, like I already do a lot of things like kind of outside my course in mm. that regard. So it'd be the easiest role to kind of fit into because yeah. I know like what what kind of support people need. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, so it's either that or president, of but course. I don't know. Okay. President, okay. Maybe okay. the latest thing, but I don't know if I have you know, the big vision yeah. of president or like had it at the time of the elections. But, you know, I'm just, you know, keeping my eye out, seeing mm. what I want to, you know, improve. Um, question. Does anyone have any like negative experiences of ACS? So question. Ooh. Negative experience. That's that's good. Um, I haven't always, had any. Neg- you always hear these stories about ACSs and like committee members being. I'm not correct, by the way. I'm just I'm just making <laughs> sure I'm this, But like you hear bare stories about ACS members and ACS committee members being hella corrupt and Serious? just doing some wild I've stuff. I've never had anything really. And, mm, I mean the whole Twitter <laughs> thing about you know. Oh, yeah. Oh. What is that about? That was not ACS president. Yeah, that was ACS president. Yeah, ACS. Why first of all, um. I don't know what you're talking about. I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that was big, but obviously it doesn't represent ACS. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Now we'll talk off it. I don't know. I actually don't know what you're talking about. I'm so out of the loop. Seriously. Oh, so, so, wasn't it that time? Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it that time about consent? And all that yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so there was like a Twitter thread. Oh. I think there was a Twitter thread of like, I think it must have been like ACS presidents who had just done some like, mm. disgusting stuff. It's like, not really regretting it. But, which, but the thing is, uh, I have to admit, I was off Twitter for like like a year or so. So oh, I missed okay. a lot of stuff because they blocked my account. So. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say I was securing the bag. I thought you were serious trying candidate. to focus on hey, my low. I mean, uh, like, what's it called? Like, um, coincidentally, they unlocked it after I finished my exam. So I don't know if it was it was God who they got there. They said he's ready. He said he's ready. Yeah. But yeah. No, has anyone had any negative experiences? I'll, I'll start. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So, I am confident. <laughs> no, like, as good as my ACS was, there were, there were certain people on the committee who, I'd say they chose to abuse their power, essentially. Mm. So, they knew they were in a position of power. They knew that, like, they had the opportunity to now reach out to fresher girls, for example, oh, and yeah. and chat to them. Mm-hmm. But then they could just veil it as a, oh, I'm being a good committee member sort of vibe, you mm-hmm. know? But I get that. It's in reality, shocking. Shocking. Is that yeah, cool? yeah. I didn't even know that. But yeah, like they would veil it as that sort of, oh yeah, I'm just being a good committee member. But really and truly, they deserve to be in the bin. Wow. Really and truly. Wow. wow. That's crazy. I didn't know this was going on. Yeah, well, no. I mean, is it just an ACS thing though? I yeah, feel that's like, what I think. This is happening. It must be yeah. happening in other societies and yeah. I mean, across the yeah, whole uni as well. Yeah, sure, but I guess it's something you experience in ACS as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, like, I'd say like, not so much a one, like, one negative experience. I feel like one, maybe more negative thing about ACS is that it's very London. So, okay. like, the people you see in ACS are mainly, like, black people, like, people of African-Caribbean heritage from London. Mm-hmm. And maybe those are the people that tend to know about what ACS is before they join uni. So, like, they'll be in a group chat from day one or, like, yeah. you know, just before freshers. And that can just mean that, like, so, like, international students that have come across at university probably don't know about it as much or, like, don't feel as yeah. included when they go to the movies because it's, like, it's London mm. music, it's... On on culture, like how do I navigate this? You'd be surprised. These international students here, yeah, they're enjoying it. Especially, I'm gonna lie, the ones from Nigeria, yeah. they're the ones that are buying tables. Wow, and yeah. it's, it's true. Table. It's true. Oh, they're yeah. getting tables and getting drinks and bottle service with the sparklers and all sorts. Okay. But I was, I was gonna say that in terms of London, um, ACS being to London, like, I don't know, I don't know if I fully agree because in my ACS, like, I'm surprised, but there's a lot of people from Birmingham, Manchester, a lot of oh, black word. people. And I'm like, and they'll be saying, they say, they say grass instead of grass. And I'm like, wow, you guys are like, actually like, like Wait, from, in what context? Like, like, you know, like the accent they have, they say like, pass me like the grass oh, instead of yeah. grass. I'm like, and then I say, I don't know, but like, there's actually a lot of different people from different backgrounds. And it's actually quite interesting because you realize that you guys, although you're all black, you're yeah. not all the same, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I kind of agree with it just because, like, um, being 
part of it in first year and now being on the committee in second year. It's like I've seen the sort of people who are part of ACS and then seeing the black people who are on campus but aren't part of ACS and they're not involved in ACS, mm. a lot of those people aren't from London. So mm. it's like the black people from London just end up gravitating towards the ACS. But then it's like the black people from outside of London, they're not really clued in about it until they actually get to the uni. And then by that time, like friendships would have formed and stuff like that. That's how the that's how ACS is get like the the reputation of being clicky essentially. Mm. Mm. I feel like one thing that's good about ACS is that I mean, we're gonna move on from this topic of ACS. I'm even tired now. <laughs> but just one thing, I think one thing that they do well is integrating all the cohorts. So I can't, I don't know if you guys agree, but with me, like I've got to meet a lot of people from second year and third year as well. Yeah, ACS. Um has, has anyone had that experience as well? I'd say with me, so obviously being on the committee now, I'm sort of aware of what's going on and sort of like all the different cohorts. So they all respectively have their own different group chats. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in terms of integration and promoting integration, I'd say in my university, it's not done, it's not great mm-hmm. um, in the sense that, you know, all the events and all the sort of parties and all the, I guess, the link-ups are all promoted at the first years. It's all about having, giving sure. the first years a good time yeah. and let's have a good, just, you know, while the second year group chat is a bit dead now, you know, nothing's going on. It's because, it, like, second year, you're really like you've had your fun now. Yeah, no, listen, 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 I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, you know, do a bit more or go a bit crazy, but like, um, I feel like with with the events and perhaps the way they're distributed, it's it's more tailored towards the first years rather than integrating the second and third years. But obviously, at the same time, you can argue that you know. Second and third years, they'll have less time. You know, I can yeah. look at myself and and and, and definitely say I'm so busy all the time. Especially um, yeah, third years. But me personally, and my experience in university, I haven't met a fourth year. Honestly, I haven't met oh, a PhD student. Serious? You know, mm. apart from the basketball team, I've yeah, never met a PhD student yeah, or fourth year student. They're in the they're deep yeah. in the books. Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> they're, like, I haven't met back. them more because they don't turn up as much as opposed yeah. to okay. the the committee not like you know including them, mm. especially mm. and. I think fourth year and fifth year students, they have, they only, they're adults. I mean, actually like, they're actually not a child. It's true. So they hang out with each other. Like they don't come, like from my experience, they they don't come on campus. They like, they obviously live in their cliques and in Coventry, they'll probably go to like a coffee shop or something. Coffee shop. Yeah. But anyway, moving on. Um, I'd say going on from like fourth years and fifth years and so on, like being in their bag, how was it, (laughs) how was it um, adjusting to the workload of evening? So for me, I know that it was tough. It was tough. Like freshers and the first couple of weeks went through. I was like, okay, yeah, this is calm. Like it's a calm adjustment. And then from I'd say week four, week five, when the work started to hit and there were lab reports and deadlines and all sorts of stuff being thrown at me, I was just like, oh, okay. Um, literally, I was just like, <laughs> okay, this is just got serious. Yeah. So it was, it was like, it was tough for me to actually adjust to the workload. And adjust to the fact that I had so much free time to now try and figure out, okay, when am I going to revise? When am I going to go play basketball? When am I going to get ready to go out? When am I going to go out? All sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. So what was your guys' experiences? Um, I feel like I had to really switch up how I worked because A-level is more like a bit every day. And by the time like you're two, three months away from exam season, I kind of like had the notes and it was just about consolidating things and like trying to pattern that top grade. But in uni it really was a last minute thing. As in like, most of my work was focused in final term, mm. which was stress. Mm. Like, I ended up going off social media and having a schedule where I'd wake up at like six, go gym, 9 a.m. in the library, do eight hour shift, go home, repeat, repeat, oh repeat. And like, it worked in the end, but just for this year, I just, I just can't come with the same energy because mm. it was stress. You yeah. can't feel yourself. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And like, that period of time, like my mental health was... Was in pieces. Mental it was in pieces, but yeah, I feel like it is a step up, but just approach it wisely is yeah. what I say to anyone, really. Yeah, yeah. What about you guys? I'd say, literally, like I said, when when I was describing sort of my experience in three years, like it was definitely revealing. You know, learning how I worked. Um, straight away, right about after week one, I knew that lectures were for me. <laughs> and I, to be honest, no, honestly, listen, listen, listen. It sounds bad. I can't but, say that. No, but it. 
that's how that's the truth. That's the honestly the truth, man. Like I went to Lecce, um, I could not keep my eyes open. Oh, maybe it was maybe because of the motives. Probably because of the motives, but still, like I just couldn't do it. You know, with the way I work, I could like listening and writing simultaneously. Those mm. one one thing at a time, please. Like honestly, I yeah. couldn't. Um, so, but luckily, my university they have podcast and lectures, so that was sort of my savior in that sense. And I just maybe just caught up, and I'd watch on like double speed and all that kind of stuff there. Um, but I say. You know, managing my workload, managing my time. You know, when people, when all my teachers and all my friends and senior friends were saying, you know, go to uni and make the most of it, do everything. I literally took that literally. I did absolutely everything. I joined RAF. I worked at Nando's. I did this. I did that. Um, I was just, I literally spread myself so thin. And it got to a point where, you know, when it got to exams and it was January, I was like, hold on. All these commitments, how's it going to work out? Because yeah. I'm really here just to, just to, you know, pass and get my two on first. You know what I mean? So, um. You know, definitely, I think approaching it wisely and knowing your capability and knowing your limits, um, because you know you, you don't want to get to January. You're looking around and, you, and you've you know you've done this in the Boston, you've done this in ACS, you've done that, you've done all these motives, and mm. but you know, your your notes are looking very thin. So, yeah. <laughs> trust me, honestly. I went for my my experience was like the change from A level to uni was like my biggest annoyance, or I don't know what to say, is like there's no spec. So like, uh, yeah. it's so yeah. hard. It's so hard because I don't know what you want me to, like what you're looking for. <laughs> yeah. So at the end of the day, it's, it's different for each lecturer and, and for each module as well. So like the fact that there's no spec, I can't like kind of revise in, in a structured way. Yeah. I'll go to lecture. I haven't missed lectures, luckily. So I haven't had to yeah. use a lecture capture yet wow. because- 100% attendance. 100%, a serious man. candidate. Wow. Please. Jeez. No, because we stand. I feel like, like, what's it called? I said we stand. Like <laughs> catching up is harder than actually being there. Like, we have to watch it. But anyway, so. But like, yeah, what, what Franco was saying about um, writing and what and listening at the same time is actually hard because why a lecturer is going like 500 miles per hour, <laughs> I've actually written the title and now we already five <laughs> slides past. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like you have to find the technique that works for you and it kind of depends on each lecturer because some lecturers, they will have like um, one word on the slide and they'll oh. talk. Oh my they'll God. talk Sorry. and they'll just talk and you have to write down what they say. But then some lectures are literally reading from the slides. So yeah. in those lectures, I'm not really writing anything. because I think that's very jarring about university. Like they don't actually standardize how the lecturers do their mm, thing. Like yeah. some lecturers are just, they're very good. Others are just, oh my mm. God. Like mm. you're better off not going to this guy. Because he's going to confuse you all sorts. Oh gosh. And what about like, I don't know about you, but do you guys get like a lot of reading? No, I'm like, not in my course. No. Okay. I do, but do I read it? That's the thing. Because they say they say recommended reading. So yeah, that's, oh, not, it's not oh, essential. Yeah, okay. yeah. But they, they'll be like, oh, I was just starting like read these five chapters before tomorrow's lecture. And say, how am I meant to do that? Mm. But yeah, that's is a jump in terms of the workload. But also, as Sean said, like the amount of time that you have is like crazy. Mm. Like you think like, but then I feel like you think it's a lot. But then when it comes to reality, like there's not as much, there's not that much time that you have yeah. mm. with everything else that you want to do. If you're playing yeah. basketball, if you're in a um, committee, mm. um, you're doing meetings with ACS until 4 a.m. Do you know I what I mean? I want to touch on something you said earlier, like, because mm. I thought like the workload is what brought up this feeling of like homesickness and like loneliness mm. at university. But well, you said you haven't felt that so far. Please. So like, what, what is there about your experience <laughs> that <laughs> means you haven't so, yeah, like, missed I, home at all? Like I haven't that. really, yeah, because I moved away um, for uni. I'm in Cov now. I'm in Cov, baby. <laughs> this Cov is not that lit, by the way. It's actually not. But liar. It's actually, it's so whack. Anyway. But yeah, I, I really haven't missed home, not because I hate my parents or anything, but like, I really, I talk to my mom every day. So like, it's really like, I'm still at home, but I just, I'm not, I'm not seeing you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I only, I only come back when I need to. And I don't know, I haven't felt, I haven't been in my room, like crying into my pillow because I miss my parents <laughs> or anything. But there's some, um, obviously towards the end of the Christmas, the last term, obviously Christmas is coming up and everyone wants to come home. But I don't know, I haven't really missed London like that. I don't know. Really? Yeah. Mad. Me? Was, yeah. Me, it took me like four weeks. Four, four weeks, weeks inside that place, that crunch place. And I was <laughs> just like, ah, okay, I'm ready to go back to London. I'm ready to get the fuck. Literally ASAP. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was, it was just everything. Like, I missed TFL. Missed, no, you didn't. I no, no, no. I missed TFL. The prices are ridiculous. No, no, no please, please, please. Okay, no, I'll clarify that. In first year, I missed TFL because obviously I had the 16 to 18 Oyster. Oh, yeah. It was free bus and then discounted on train as well. So I missed that. And then when I went back and I had to start contactless. Really? It hurts. It hurts. Like, you actually can't leave. I think the minimum I've spent leaving my house is like eight pounds. Mm -hmm. Bondage. Yeah, day, like, day, day. I, 
Where, where can bondage. I go? Legit. You I have to stay home. There. You have to stay home. If you're broke, you stay home. You have to. You have to. I was so happy taking bus here today. I was like, oh, it's only bus. I was like, wow, that's so fine. Now, train, train, I mean, I actually need train to get everywhere nowadays. Like, like, bus is really taking me two stops. But, like, how was your experience in kind of missing home and what? Mm, yeah, so I didn't miss transport in London because I could cycle <laughs> everywhere or walk everywhere. Mm, like, walking, so it was, it was small great. town. Loads of exercise. Um, yeah, like I said, like, the whole missing home came when you're doing work and you've been at your desk for, like, a couple hours and, like, there's no one to really communicate. Because, obviously... For context, mm. I didn't really rate the people I was living with like that. Mm. As in, not so much rate, but we didn't get along. And like, it was one of them ones where like, you see each other, it's like high or by. And like, when I say living with, I mean in my corridor or staircase, like we just didn't get along that, that much. So when I was doing my work or when I was like trying to focus, there wasn't really anyone who I could like stand up to and like go chat to like during a break or something. Mm. If it was about seeing friends, I'd actually actively have to like probably leave college and like go somewhere else to like see someone like, so it'd, it'd be proper time out. Um, so yeah, that meant I was just like in my room a lot and I didn't use libraries until what, final term? Wow. Mm. Yeah, so yes. that that also meant that like I wasn't doing this whole group revision thing. Mm. Like, you know, yeah, so it was really testing, but I think to manage it, I started going home a bit more, like, in other terms as well. Like, I am only 48 minutes from London when I'm Sweet. in Cambridge. So I, I should have used that in hindsight, but yeah. I didn't come home at all yeah. in the first two terms. Because yeah. I feel like once you leave, it's like, I've got freedom. Like, what am I trying to come, trying to come back for? Like, mm. that's true. Yeah. What about you? Um, I'll say with me, it was... I guess when I got to uni, so I'm, I'm obviously, like I said, I'm at the University of Manchester and it's, it's pretty much as far north as you can get. Like, it's mm. just, just far away, man, honestly. Um, but when I was there, I feel like I was just in my own bubble and that's one thing that I definitely got caught up in. I was in my own space, I was in my own room. Um, at that time as well, like, I wasn't, I was really cool with my housemates, you know, it's one of the ones where I'm cooking, I'll be hiding, I'll be looking, looking down the corner. <laughs> that's what he's hiding. Honestly, <laughs> oh, no, bro, like, like I'd have to be cooking like 2 a.m. so I know that no one will come oh, and interrupt me. Mm-hmm. Wow. No, honestly, like, these guys, ugh, let me not even think. Uh, why is your rice orange? Why is your rice orange? <laughs> the amount of times I heard that. <laughs> nah, but the way that these guys be doing their pre-drinks and leaving bottles scattered <laughs> and the whole place smell like vodka. Come on, man. Leave okay, that, man. Yeah. But um, I think because I was, I guess, because I was far away from home and I was learning a lot about myself and trying to develop and become an individual, coupled with the fact I was so stretched and engaged with a lot of different things, that took my mind off missing home. I did, okay. of course, 100%, you know, call my mom and FaceTime mm. out. Um, my family um, but at the same time as well you have to consider that you know traveling from Manchester to London is quite expensive as well mm-hmm. so I sort of had to make sure I was okay before I left that okay right you know I'm really you're not going to be back home until maybe October so let me actually just mentally prepare myself and I think I did a good job I didn't really yeah. break down at, at all so yeah just touching on what um, Baker said that like, I did revising in your room is so lonely oh, like it's the loneliest thing ever <laughs> Like, that's why that's I can't believe you only went to library in the last time because I've already been in library and it's been first term. Like, because when you're in library, you're doing your work, but then it's like at least there's people around you and it's like yeah. kind of more social. Mm. But also touching about um, touching on what you said about living with people and you didn't really get along. Like, how was everyone's kind of living situations in the first year? I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I was I was living with um, I I deliberately picked when I was doing research um, behind the halls I wanted to live in. I, I um, deliberately picked um, halls that I, was, I knew it was going to be quiet so I knew there was going to be no nonsense going on yeah. um, but it just happened to be too quiet and too awkward mm. so I was living with um, international students and PhD students Ooh. so the people I was living with were yeah, number they're one they're all minding their business they're all minding their business they are significantly older and probably didn't speak a word of English so yeah. you know I'm walking in with these guys the eye contact it was honestly like a stare <laughs> off like oh, I was gosh. mad and I'm there chefing it up and these guys are looking at me like yeah, put on, make sure you put on the extractor fan. Shut up. Like, <laughs> leave me alone, man. Taking the flavors, honestly. Oh, gosh. Now, with me, like, um, I like my flatmates. Like, I, I think I've got lucky because I speak to a lot of people and they say, like, their cutlery and their plates have been stolen and stuff Missing. like that. Wow. But for me, like, nothing's gone stolen. Nothing's been stolen. Um, they haven't taken any of my food. I think one time someone tried to put their milk on my fridge. Like, that's, the, that's like on my shelf. That's like the craziest thing that's happened. And I just put that's, it back on their yeah, shelf. Yeah, I mean, I'm good. You've been like calm. Them. Yeah, <laughs> you've been calm. Someone stole my drumsticks. I was oh, pissed. Yeah. I was pissed. Were they seasoned already? Uh, of course, oh. they were made. Oh. As in ready. Ow. And I t- go into the fridge expecting Sorry. to munch and expecting to fill my stomach and they're just gone. They're just gone. Burn down the calm though. <laughs> 
Someone has to die. I wish I could have. Steal Fuji. Legit, legit. That's just Because that's shameless. Imagine being caught in the act of stealing food. Like, what you actually do? What you do in that situation? I don't even know what you do. But um, my living situation was um, it was okay. It was okay. I think I was like sort of friends with maybe one or two out of my other nine people who lived in my flat, um, and yeah, I'd say that it was it was okay. It was okay. Having those two there was decent. And then I was on talking terms with everyone else. So it wasn't really awkward. Like, we'd say hi and bye whenever we walk into the kitchen and stuff. Mm. But, yeah, like Franco said, like, I just... I would avoid them at all costs, essentially. Oh, just to Just to get rid of the awkwardness. Like, I would yeah. cook late nights. It's so mm. awkward. Like, you know, when you go into the kitchen and just, like... Like they're friends, like I don't know how come they're all friends. Like they like all the like they've known each other since forever, <laughs> and they're all there. And you just come in and you're just trying to like fry a young egg or something. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, that's another thing that bothered me about uni. Like, like certain people are just too quick to form these big friendship groups. That like is that bad? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, I think it's bad. I've, I've is that bad? bad? Especially when you're sorry, not to cut you off, but yeah. I, that like people have already started putting down deposits for houses with people that they've only known. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, that's yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, that's because obviously as time progressed, like they just the friendship groups just broke up. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, thinking, like, true. why were you doing all these big steps with people mm. you'd like known for a, a couple of days? Weeks, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying, uh, yeah, like, I think people I live with, um, as people, they'll come. Like, they wouldn't really like they weren't argumentative or anything. You saw my kitchen when you came to visit me like, mm. last year. Like, it wasn't. The kind of kitchen where like you'd be there for too long, yeah, uh, or like talk to everyone. So like I didn't have too many awkward interactions, even though we didn't get along. But yeah, it was just a thing of like respecting each other, and it was like a library really. Like Seriously. you go in, you go out, you don't reach out to anyone. <laughs> so that bit was like, it was, it wasn't what I expected from uni because I expected bigger calm, everyone's loud, big yeah. breeze, and like some Absolutely. people living also had that experience, but it wasn't me. Aston, of course, that man. <laughs> <laughs> What Myron, isn't it? He's having a uh, yeah. time of his life. Oh, oh, hey, shout out Myron. Shout out Myron. <laughs> no, I was gonna say, I was gonna say one thing, and it's in regards to what Big said in yeah. terms of like the big steps and that sort of the sort of commitments. Um, I feel like with me and in Manchester and, and with the friends I had, um, it was from the second years and older lot that really put the pressure like well, if you guys, if you guys, if you guys planned the house yet, have you guys, you guys found the house where you guys stay, yeah, where you guys live in the halls. And I was just like, hold on, like. And you know, it was literally probably around November time, and you know, I, I, at least my head was scattered. I was like, "Yo, how?" I'm literally, I haven't even lived here for a couple of months yet, and these guys are saying I need to find where I'm going to next. So I feel like that's that sort of pressure and that sort of information um, was then maybe what pushed a lot of people to then be like, "All right, cool, you're living with me, you're living with me, you know, let's do this." And then by the time it got to January, February, they're like, "Oh, have you got a spare room? Like, he wants to stay." Oh. You know, and advertised in the Gucci. Um, so I feel like in case, rather than just putting the pressure of like, "Okay, guys." Um, you know, you need to look where you need to look for where you're staying next next year or whatever. Perhaps the university could do a better job at you know making these estate agents more more uh, what's the word maybe more relatable. Perhaps being able to provide more information and advise better on how we can swap you know getting a property for the next year mm-hmm. so that all these things don't happen. So. Uh, funny enough, that's the opposite for me. A lot of um, second years have told me like, do not rush into it because they're telling mm. me horror, horror stories about people taking deposits and not, you're not getting a deposit back and all sorts. Like, it's December now and I haven't, I haven't even thought about getting a house for next year. Like, at yeah. the end of the day, I'll get a house at some point <laughs> but I don't feel like people should be rushed into it because it's only been one term and like, who am I going to live with at this point? Mm. Uh, yeah, definitely I do agree with what you're saying. Um... Yeah, so how has everyone's um, experience been with joining societies, other societies apart from ACS? Um, generally quite good. Um, I think apart from ACS, I only... I did uni athletics. Um, okay, okay. So that was good. He fast, he a runner. <laughs> <laughs> and I jump, you know, triple. Ooh, Ooh okay. okay. Yeah, jumping is my main thing. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um... It was blessed because, like, the standard's so high. Like, there's literally people that have been doing the flakes their whole life. Yeah. Um. So, like, it's very competitive. But apart from that, they had a lot of socials. So, like, every week they'd have what's called, like, a swap. Okay. So, it's, like, a group of, a group of, like, people from athletics will go out with, like, a group of people from another sport. So, like, athletics boys and netball girls oh, kind of book out a restaurant in the ooh, evening. Ooh, they were, like, so safe. Like, you know, like, cheeky meal, drinking, <laughs> and then they go clubbing. All right. Um, but yeah, so that was good. Like, just socially, I met a lot of people. Mm. A lot of people in, like, the years above that I, I wouldn't have met otherwise. 
Um, so that was really the kind of things that like one of the things that meant that I had this really nice life, work-life balance, you know, mm. in the good times. I also joined um, college football, which was, I don't think I was good at all. Just <laughs> American football? Yeah. Nah, nah, it was, it was just like... Oh, soccer. Soccer. <laughs> <laughs> but just the people there, like I just didn't get along with them like that. And it was, it was like, heavy, it felt heavily centered around drinking or like, Kind of like Ooh, this yeah. whole like lad culture, yeah. like friendship have, like, group initiations stuff. and stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah the initiations grade. were like kind of full kit, full kit, and they go to like a pub, you know, down beers and all of this. Like, and I, I just didn't go. I was like, you know what? I'm halal. I'm, halal. I'm not going. <laughs> like, <laughs> stuff for a while. I was like, nah, I'm not going. But yeah, like that was really awkward. Um, so I kind of like tapered off with that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I think athletics, ACS, or my my main two because I, I didn't have time for too many. To be fair, yeah, they even yeah, told me you, you have time for one point five societies. Like, one point five. One point five. Yeah. Did you, yeah. Did you guys have like um, societies first, and you're literally picking up pamphlets for everything? Yeah. Like, I'm joining this. I'm joining this. Trust me. You go there, chat to them, be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I'll yeah. come back. I'll come back. Yeah. He never <laughs> no, came back. No, no, no. He never came back. I like, I, I literally put my email down just to get the freebies. And <laughs> honestly, like the amount of bags I got. Man, I did Domino's smart. come to your uni? Yeah. Oh, and uh, two for one. That was the code word, brother. They I had breakfast, I had breakfast lunch, yeah, and dinner yeah. there, you know. Trust and, to and then we got, they were giving out Don, the German, German doner kebab as well. Really? And Krispy Kremes. No way. Hey, come I didn't, I didn't cook for that week. I was just going <laughs> for it. Honestly, nah, yeah. that's crazy, man. Oh, man. How about you? This society, did you join? Um, So I was, okay, so obviously I just part of the ACS, joined the ACS. As well as that, I joined the basketball. Um, the university basketball team um, trialed out made the second team in my first year which I was really proud about mm-hmm. um, coming off a big injury yeah. um, and one thing I loved about the basketball team was like Baker said the competitive the level of, of the, the level that you're competing at, mm-hmm. at university is different yeah. you know what I mean you're 19 and, you're, and when they say oh yeah like how do I explain it you know when you're back in the ends or you're back in Hangley and you're you're playing under 18s and you might have that local chubby guy and yeah, start, you know, just mixed levels. You know, if you're playing men's second team, you're playing men's grown second men. you're grown men. <laughs> you could be up against like a guy who's 35, two kids, you know what I mean, doing PhD. <laughs> you know what I mean? And this guy will box you up differently. Trust you know what I mean? So I loved the level of, of, of competitiveness. I absolutely loved it. Um as well as basketball team, I joined um the Royal Air Force. So I was an officer cadet in the Royal Air Force. Ooh. Yeah, you know, it was an honestly interesting experience, but I story for another day. Um <laughs> That was an amazing experience. I've flown a plane. I did loads of um, loads of volunteering. You didn't okay, fly you no just, plane. You bro, wow. you went in the air. You went in the air. I was in the air, bro. Wait, I as in, the, you flew? One. I flew the plane. No GTA one in control, style. GTA <laughs> style. Honestly, you, huh? as in, if you they let you the, in the air. Sky, yeah, drop. honestly, bro. Like literally, wow. they were like, oh my they're gosh. like, okay, so um, I'm giving you control now. I'm like, yeah, I have control now, sir. And then it's like, all right, cool. Keep it straight and level. This altitude, that kind, bro. Like. That's a pilot. You know? Oh my bad. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But um, yeah, we did. So it was called the familiarization flight, and it was just where it sort of give you a bit of air experience. So I didn't really fly a plane. I just sort of controlled it and, and basically took it up and down pretty much. Absolutely. Um, but it was like I'm saying, like the whole Royal Air Force experience was amazing. But it took up a lot of my time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they were they would whisk me away for weekends, and I'm doing militarization. I'm doing um, parades and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, when weekends I could have been chilling with my friends or gone back to London or revising. So that's what I'm saying. When I was stretched, I was seriously stretched mm. as well as working part-time at Nando's. So okay. it was mad. But joining societies in a whole was pretty easy for me. Yeah. Like, that was pretty cool. You should get time for a job. Yeah, uh, true, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure? Um, I was, uh, using that. I'd say one thing I'm really happy with doing during first year was actually like branching out and going into different things that I actually wouldn't have gone to. Mm-hmm. Um, So a lot of people will just like stay within their groups and stay within ACS, for example. But through basketball, I met one of my boys and through him, like, I was able to interact with um, Filipino society. Ooh. And, Ooh. yeah, like, wow. going there, like, is actually... It was actually one of the fun things for me to do, actually, during first year, because they had something called a boodle fight where it's literally just food on a table. Like, they a made their, a boodle fight. Boodle fight. Yeah, like, food on a table just... Literally, like, it, the table was covered in, like, I think big banana tree leaves or something like that. And then um, the food was just there. And all you do was munch. I did not eat that whole day. I did not eat that whole day ready to go and munch. And, boy, <laughs> I filled my stomach. I took I took takeaway. I had oh breakfast, day. lunch, and dinner for the next, like, two days sorted. Enjoy, mate. Literally. But, um, yeah, that's one thing I would actually really advise. Just, like, try your best to branch out and try completely new things. Like, if you 
wouldn't see yourself doing it. You might as well just be like, all right, come. Let's try it. And then yeah. see how it is. If you don't like it, you don't like it. You can go back to doing whatever you want. But then you might as well try it, you know? Yeah. With me, I joined ACS, obviously. I joined Ghana Sock. <coughs> Nigeria Society as well. Oh, wow. So I'm wow. partly Nigerian. I it. <laughs> um, Africa Summit. So Africa Summit is basically like... Um, and I don't know, am I promoting this free promo? Yikes. Um, <laughs> so in work, they have a summit each each year. It's like a two-day summit where like um, leaders from Africa um, come and talk about um, Africa's development, stuff like that. It's really popular. So I joined that as well. Um, Economic Society. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, but these are mean, like societies that you don't, you just go to events and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not like I'm really doing anything to, oh, then I play for ACS basketball team. Um, but yeah, that's what really, and then, um, if you go to work, there's Afro, what's it called? Afrofest. This it takes up, basically, if you do it, it takes up a lot of your time in first term. Mm-hmm. There's basically a show at the end of, um, at the first term, includes drama, fashion, uh, choir, and dance. So yeah, yeah. I heard you did bits that first um, guy to do what, four things? I did all four things. They, they said I can't do it because, but basically, it's just a lot, there's a lot of commitment in it. It's like, Rehearsals from six to ten, but it was really worth it. Like it's like a, I don't know, like you know, have unis have traditions and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a work tradition. So I really enjoyed doing that. Yeah. Wow, going down see. the history books. Yeah, <laughs> I think to see it. in the last sort of ten minutes or so, um, I guess we can wrap up with something a bit more controversial, a bit more casual. Um, I guess as young men at university, there's obviously like this idea of like going in a space where there's now like girls, you know, and you kind of have to choose how you interact with them and how they interact with you. So what was everyone's experience of like, you know, young crazy females in, in university? That's crazy. I think you should go first, Baker. Me? Or, <laughs> uh, I'll let go, go. Listen, I think Shield wants to say something. Wow, you might just passed it straight on. Um, yeah, so in terms of interacting with females, I just, I knew I had to be careful because... Um, going into uni, you always hear like these mad stories about people who come to uni and change who they are, change their identities just because they're in uni. Like they'll go by a different name. <clears throat> yeah, That's oh crazy. Yeah. Too um, name change. <laughs> they'll go by a different name. They'll so just start tax, acting different. Mm-hmm. They'll just like they won't be them, their actual selves just because they're in a now new environment. You know. So I just I tried to keep myself as authentic as possible. And I just didn't force anything in it. Like, whatever happened, happened. Answer the question, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very diplomatic. Also. Honestly, yeah. you're so like politicians. Just say what you want to say. You got me now. You, you got me, me right. right. I'll go. I mean, for me, like, at the end of the day, I went to uni to read my book, innit? But if there's someone that wants to accompany me on that journey, I'm not going to be opposed to it. But I didn't, I didn't go to university looking for anything serious I'll say that I don't know if, if that's like the general consensus because I want to finish this degree first mm. before I start getting into anything long term yeah. fair enough yeah. no? No, some people are being quite franco <laughs> <laughs> listen 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 um, what I'd say is like in terms of our mindset towards females um, and how that how sort of progressed like literally it was very different from year 13 and then first year and our second year I'd say they're you know they're always pulling opposites to each other. Um, but I'd say keeping it within it to university in the first year, um, I was just open-minded, honestly. Um, and everything was, le- I was, everything was a learning curve, you know. People approaching me and people I, I approached, um, you know, I was just learning on the job pretty much. And, and, um, on the, on the job. job. No, <laughs> yeah, no what, what was this job? No. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Let me not, let me not incriminate myself where. Uh, <laughs> no, but listen, like, as in, there was a lot of things that, um, that was experienced for the first time and a lot of attention that I was not used to. Mm, and so learning how true. to deal with that and learning how to not lose myself and not lose control of who I am and what I'm going to university to do, I'd say I found that a lot harder in first year. Mm. Um, mm. If you can't tell by his voice, he's peng, ladies. He's so peng. Just, yeah. Yeah. Oh, listen, tell you, boys, boys, boys. boys, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I swear there's still a picture out there on Twitter. Yeah, on Twitter somewhere. Oh, ah! It is, man. <laughs> how long ago, man? If you saw the replies under this guy's picture, yeah? Some girls are shameless. All I can say is Baker. Um, obviously, my course is long. Like, um, studying medicine. Like, I knew I'm at uni for six years. So, like, at some point, like, I kind of had the the feeling that I'd have to like meet someone because you know after that you're a junior doctor and after that you're training to be a consultant. Da, da, da. So yeah. like, there's not many points in life where you're supposed to like meet your other half. It's true. Um, 
But yeah, like like people have said, like I I kind of know that I'm not trying to rush that, and like I'm just looking for it to be organic. Um, but yeah, like given that it's a new space, you don't want to you know go out there and just do this, mm. do that. And so I think it was mm, it was a strange experience. Like um, you definitely get like this. Uh, this affects the freedom. So, like, you know, you have a space and you kind of like, yeah, you can mm. interact with people. You have your yeah, exactly. Mm. And I, I that feel one like, there, free yard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it is? Like, I feel like a, a conversation that we had quite often, I don't even know how much time we have left, but yeah. a conversation that we had often was like yeah, going to uni and like five, yeah, five minutes, five. Right, cool. Like, and not just not moving mad because. In the black community at uni, yeah, is small. So whatever oh you do, God. that's the thing. Is gonna be found out. So mm. it's just about being smart. Yeah. What you're very, doing. very careful. Honestly. Yeah, honestly. But yeah, obviously, like it was a completely new experience, as you said, Franco. You get, you're getting attention. You're looking like, well, I'm not even. I'm just here to read my book. Like. <laughs> honestly, like, <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah was, I don't know. This is weird. I, I'm like, there's obviously the stuff that you yeah, want to say, yeah, but it's yeah. gonna be very different. Yeah. It must be very modest. There's not much I can say on air still. But we'll open up. We'll open up for sure. Yeah, we'll this the first, is the first. This is the first. First episode, isn't it? We can't give yeah. you all all the cards, all the secrets just yet. Got a segue into that. Nice should we should wrap up now? Um, yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, cool. You wanna take us out, Kojo? I wanna take you out. Oh yeah. gosh, this is pressure, man. They, they forced me to intro this as well. Uh, so yeah, obviously, guys, thank you for listening to the first episode of our podcast, um, on serious candidates. Hope that you guys enjoyed it. Um, I'm not sure where this is gonna drop, but it will be dropped at some point. Yeah. And obviously, we appreciate all you guys' feedback, um, any topics that you guys want us to talk about. And we'll at some point be having a social media where you guys can, you know, like, share, comment, subscribe, all of that stuff. Yeah, that stuff. But yeah, um, once this comes out, make sure you get all your friends to listen to it. Um, mm-hmm. your mum and dad, because this is this is a it's a kosher podcast, isn't it? It's not <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah, the first much. episode, isn't it? <laughs> um yeah, just make sure you share it. Um and yeah, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, no, I think it's like yes. I say, just to add yeah. like, literally, I think it's super important we have some socials and get some social media yeah. handles out there. So we can people can send us questions and yeah, do, yeah, definitely. do whatever. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so. yeah, thank you guys for listening and peace out. Thank you very much. Safe guys. Bye.